Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Lady Stage, and you already know I'm in the building, a.k.a. the car. I'm talking about the dynamics of worship part two. It's the first time we talked about, we shared about, shared about the difference between religious worship and relationship worship, right? This time, I'm going in about genuine worship. And we're going to talk about what man was actually created to do. So we got this. So again, I'm reading from this book called The Dynamics of Worship by James P. Gills, M.D. If you get a chance to check this book out, if you're a worship leader, um, worship director on the worship team, desire to be in worship team or just have a desire to know more about worship i feel like this book is one of the best books that i've read thus far about worship um and i've read a couple of couple of books about worship so um genuine worship frees us from the bondage of preconceived notions and fake religion genuine worship Frees us from the bondage of preconceived notions and fake religion. Only as we worship our spirits, having been released from captivities, to soar in the presence of God. If you ever worship and you kind of feel like, you know, you have that feeling when the Holy Spirit comes. Because it's like a warmth. There's a freeness. Like you could feel like you could just be worshiping all day long. Right? That's that, that's that freeness, that soaring. That's soaring into God's presence. So here's a little um, notion that this book has. Another little passage is here. It says, Worship is written upon the hearts of man by the hand of God. In a broad sense, worship is inseparable from and is an expression of life. It is not that man cannot live without worship. It is that he cannot fully live without worship. Man was made to worship as surely as he was made to breathe. Think about that. Man or mankind was made to worship as surely as he was made to breathe. Now, I always tell people that mankind, we were created to worship. Or like this book says, we were made to worship as surely as we are to breathe. We don't even think about worship. We don't even think about, sorry, we don't even think about breathing, right? It's just something that we do. That's how our worship is or should be. Something that we do. Um, so basically, if you decide, you know, or if you don't even worship God, you know, you worship maybe at church here and there. What without your knowledge even knowing because worship is meant for mankind, you know, we're created for that. That we will worship something. So then we end up worshiping our relationships. We worship maybe our phones. We worship maybe our classroom or our you know, the fact that we do so well. So we're, we'll, we'll worship something because that, that's been, just like it says in here, um, 
Man, man was made to worship as surely as he was made to breathe. We'll worship something because we are made to worship. So I'm going to finish this little passage here. We may restrict the expression of worship for a season, just as we may briefly hold our breath. But there is an inward craving for worship that cannot be permanently still. So worship is this inwardly, like it's, it's something that we have to get out. Because again, that's something that we're created to do. So um, take some time and um, do what you're created to do. It's time and worship. This is your girl, Lady Sage. Dynamic Worship, part two. Thank you.